four, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody, man? It's your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. You already know what time it is, man. It's another hit classic off Hits Off the Streets. And I just want to say thank you for everybody showing much love to your boy down here in Tucson, Arizona, and Ogales, Arizona. I have been running into people left and right and have been blessed and everybody has nothing but great comments to say about the program, but it has to do with our guests. Our guests are the ones that make the show what it is today. And I want to say thank you to all our guests that have appeared on our show, that are going to appear on the program as well. And today we have a very special guest joining us all the way out from Orlando, Florida. That's right, via telephone. You know how we do, man. But before we even bring our guests to the platform, I want to go ahead and shout out all our major sponsors. Tyler Harding at Truth and Humor, who gets all the gear. And uh, we have a lot coming more in the future. Be ready for what we got coming. Uh, Bacanora Danzari, the spirits of agave. Uh, Bacanora made for the contemporary woman. And big shout-outs to the homie Fernie. And also big shout-outs to thegreenkeepers.com. Keep us locked and loaded because we are bringing golf mixed in with a little cannabis. And at the same time, 420. Keep it locked and loaded. Check them out, greenkeepers.com. We are bringing to you guys Afro Man and the Loonies. And you guys have the chance to also perform on this major platform and on this major night for over 1,000 people plus. That's how we do. Check them out at the Arizona Golf Resort, the only golf resort in Arizona, cannabis friendly. And with that being said, I want to go and introduce our special guest this evening, all the way from Orlando, Florida, the homeboy, Sound Tech Flair. Go ahead and rep yourself, kid. Yo, what is good, Chris? I greatly appreciate the opportunity and platform to be on the show. I be your man, Sound Tech, S-O-U-N-D-T-E-C. I be the MC and DJ, like you said, based out of Orlando, holding it down for that raw and real hip hop. That is what's up, dog. So before we even get further into this conversation, I want to go ahead and let everybody know how I was introduced to Sound Sound tech flair man so i saw him on his instagram page he came up and he was freestyling were you freestyling or did you already have it written out yeah uh the video you saw was a little bit of both you know okay. freestyling is a big part of my process so you know i'm writing all the time and i freestyle all the time so it's like i keep rhymes in my back pocket is how i put it it might be stuff i wrote six months ago, a year ago, yesterday, and it might inspire a rhyme on the spot to be, you know, a little more organic too. So it's all over the place, man. I just kind of go with what I'm feeling, riding the beat. But the bit you saw was a little bit written, a little bit off the dome. Sick, sick, dog. And I fell in love with it because that is one of my favorite beats, man, by Public Enemy. Something is yes. happening. And it comes out also on the movie uh, with... Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's a basketball movie with uh, Shepard was the name of the last name of the guy. Oh, my God. Ray Allen. 
Um, I forgot yeah, what the yeah. name of the movie is. And ever since I heard it on that, I'm blanking movie, on it too. Yeah, <laughs> but ever since I saw it on that movie, uh, I fell in love with that beat, and that's one of the dopest songs and one of the dopest beats that I have ever heard as a artist and as a hip hop fanatic, man. And you killed it, dog. And I fucking ever since then I was oh, like, oh, thank you, man. I gotta get. I appreciate tech. that. I gotta get tech on the program, man. Yeah, dog, you already know that's, you know, a big part of what I do that uh, I try to hold on to the true roots of hip hop culture, but also set my part, uh, set myself apart from others in the sense that I am the DJ and the MC and I'm strictly a vinyl DJ. So I found that public enemy beat uh, crate digging out in St. Petersburg, Florida. I was over there for a concert. So whenever I'm traveling, I try to hit record stores in the area, see what I can find. Came across it in like a $5 bin. And I mean, it, like you said, it's just a killer beat. So I had to jump on it. And I'm always looking for, you know, cool beats and samples and stuff for myself to rap over. But I also host events and give a platform to other artists in the area and give them opportunities to ride over cool beats out of the dusty bins. You know what I mean? Bringing it raw, keeping that vinyl at the forefront. That is sick, dog. And that's the one thing, too, that also intrigued me about your story, that you said that you keep it raw. And at the same time that you are just strictly a vinyl DJ. Before we even get into that, dog, go ahead and rep yourself a little bit. You've already touched base on a lot of things that we're going to touch base on on this podcast. But go ahead and take us into your background a little bit, man. Yeah. So, you know, first and foremost, I am a, a lover of music. Um all different types of music and artists and genres, but you know, hip hop is really where I found uh, just a super deep connection that resonates on a level that in a word that in a uh, genre that is so focused on words and lyricism, it's hard to put into words how impactful it's been on my life. Um, but as both a lover and fan, I, I started creating as well. And I got really into uh, just collecting records um, and from there, learned how to DJ. I had some homeboys back in college. I went to school at University of Florida. Shout out Gainesville. Go Gators. Go Gators. Um, I'm a Florida State yeah, man. He, oh, <laughs> yo, my, it's funny. My parents are too. We're house yeah. divided, but I got to represent the swamp. That's dope. And man, you know, one thing led to another. Collecting records naturally led into learning to DJ. My homeboy uh, got a bunch of his dad's old equipment from like the 80s. And we basically taught ourselves how to DJ, how to beat match, how to scratch, all that. And... As years progress, you know, I picked up rapping and emceeing too, just for fun. Um, and the first time it really clicked that like, hey, this is something that is deeper than like uh, just a hobby or whatever was, you know, I entered a rap battle and won back in college. And I was like, okay, like it kind of was a bit of a confidence boost and something that like, hey, like, you know, if I pursue this, it'll yield results. So I started taking it more seriously and just dabbling, making music with friends, DJing house parties and eventually adopted uh, the alias, the sound architect. Um, and that was then shortened into sound tech because the sound architect is a lot to say. Um, and I try to hold on to both. So, you know, I, I DJ and MC. A lot of times it's divided. You have one or the other and I try to do both. So, you know, I'm behind the tables, reading beats in real time and rapping over them as well. You know, keeping things queued up, keeping the music going, can't ever let it stop. 
Um, but like I said, you know, a huge lover of music, first and foremost, a huge record collector and, you know, a student and creator of hip hop as well. That's I try sick. to bring it full circle. That's yeah. sick, dog. Respect to that, man. You know what I mean? Um, and I appreciate it. You don't see that a lot. You don't like you said, you don't see a lot of DJs uh, being MCs because the MC already comes with the show. You know what I mean? And the DJ yeah. is always separate. But you right. doing both, man, that that's unheard of nowadays. Yeah, man, you know, it's something where uh, that's part of hip hop roots, you know, the four elements obviously being uh, the breakdancing, graffiti, turntablism, the, aka the DJ and the MCs. And I'm really trying to hold down, you know, two of those critical roots. You know, uh, Guru said it best from GameStar, you know, two turntables and a microphone is really all you need to create this urban style, unique music. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I host events where, you know, no laptop, no nothing. We keep it raw. I come out there with turntables, some crates of records a few microphones and man, we make the place rock myself, other local MCs in the central Florida area. And we open up the platform for, you know, open mic style, uh, cypher events for cats to get up and express themselves as well. It's all love in the community, you know, love for the music and showing love through the music. That's sick, dog. And you just said it right now. Guru said it best from Gangstar. That's one of my favorite yeah. uh, hip hop groups back in the 90s and uh, late you already 80s. Know. You know what I mean? But it's funny how you said that. Yeah. Two, two turntables and a microphone. Who all said that best? Yo, Run DMC. You already know. Yeah. Who else said that yep. best? Man, uh, it's the list goes on. It's fucking Rockin, Eric <laughs> like the list goes on, man. It's, yeah. it's the critical component for sure, man. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Beck uh, at a show that I worked, man, and he also put it down on two turntables tables and a microphone. You guys already know, man. Yeah, man, <laughs> Beck is where it's at. The yeah. Odalay man himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, dog. Huh? Yeah. Yo, records, man. Touch base on records. How important are records? Where do you seek them? Um, what do you look at when you go in? Like you said earlier before, I go in and I saw that old crate, you know, full of dust, spider webs. Like, what is it that catches your eye out of a record store or when you're going out do you ever go to like uh yard sales and and see records as well or what is your forte on picking out that one record that's going to make a difference man so it, it's all over the place i definitely show love to the local record stores in my community first and foremost and each one has its own niche you know there's some record stores that specialized in having those, you know, rare, obscure singles in the dusty bins, like you said. And then there's some stores that are really great about keeping, you know, hot new releases coming out. They're keeping some more rare items coming. Um, but either way, making you look through the crates to really find it. So when I go in, you know, I, I'm a huge collector. The shelves, I have a, a lyric in one of my tracks that's uh, coming soon that my shelves are overstocked, but there's plenty more to cop. So I'm always look. I'm always looking to fill gaps in collection. Let's say I have almost the whole catalog by an artist. You know, I'm obviously going to try to find that album I don't have, and I'm always looking for instrumentals, beats, B sides. You know, stuff that's unreleased. Speaking of GameStar, a few months back, found an awesome, dope, uh, really great condition of unreleased DJ Premier beats. Just all kinds of B sides and cool stuff that. I can use whether it's, you know, chopping up the sample into a beat, rapping over the instrumental, like in the public enemy freestyle you saw, or bringing the beats out to a cypher event for letting other people rock on it. Um, but everywhere from record stores, you know, if I ever travel to a new city, that's one of the first things I'm looking at where are the record stores in the area. But, you know, if I come across a cool 
antique shop or something. You know, my girl and I love the window shop and, you know, cool, quirky, kitschy stores where they might have a, a crate of records, you know, hiding under a table or something. And you got to look through that too. So anywhere and everywhere that I can find records, I'm down to look and see what they have to offer. That's sick, dog. It's funny how you say that you go into a new city and you go out and uh, check out antique stores and record stores. So on my end, uh, what I like is I also take photography. So I like... Very cool. Uh, I'm a mailman, dog. So if everybody doesn't know, and I, I will put it out there, I don't give a fuck. But I'm a mailman. So what I'm doing is when I'm cruising around, I'm looking for the graffiti. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I see a bit of graffiti there, deliver some mail. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is where I need to go. I write down on a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. And then that's when I start asking questions around the locals and be like, hey, man, where's this graffiti from? Uh, what kind of art do you guys have here? I'm a hip hop uh, maniac and I need to know where the scene is at. That way I can get uh, familiar with everything that's going on. And it's been treasures, as you can say, man, that you find, especially talking to local people. How important is it to talk to local people about the music scene, Doc? Oh, man. I mean, you can't, you know, ever put a price on word of mouth and the local community in a digital age where social media is so cool and important for bringing people together. Um, it's never going to replace that local and in-person dynamic. Um, so it's huge. You know, if I'm ever traveling and, and get a chance you know, to ask local people, obviously, hey, where's the spot for the record shops, this and that, um, you know, and you can make really cool connections that way. And I've been fortunate enough to bridge the gap in the digital side and the, you know, in-person side. I'm a big member of a uh, online group on Facebook of just uh, hip hop record collectors and other vinyl DJs and whatnot. And a few months back, I was in Detroit for work. You know, I'm like you, my day job uh, is in architecture, uh, architectural drafting, design, project management. But I was up in Detroit for work and there's this guy who I know is in the Detroit area. Um, I put a post on the Facebook group like, Hey, looking for record shops, this and that. And he gave me a recommendation and was kind enough to invite me over to his crib after. And we got to talk about music for hours. And, you know, he invited me out to this event a couple nights later and I got to meet some Detroit legends, man. And nice. an opportunity that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't embrace that local side of someone in the Detroit community. For sure. So, man. you know, it's powerful, man. Like, yeah, you got to connect with it wherever you can because they know what's up. You know, the people who are there every day are going to be able to put you on the best respects. Oh, yeah. Big time, dog. And that that's great to do as any yeah. artist. Um, yes, we do have social media. But if you guys go to a certain city, post up, and you guys are performing somewhere too, please don't be afraid to ask anybody or any local artist that is performing or DJing at that or emceeing. Ask them, yo, man, where's the where's the spot, man? Where where, where do I gotta go? You know, it never hurts Absolutely. to ask because you get more information that way. I used to be a firefighter too, a wildland firefighter, and one of the best informations that we had wasn't the news; it was the local people the local people know what's up what's underground what's popping where mm -hmm. it's not and where not to go you know what i mean so that's huge exactly you just said something big too as well and i always like bringing it to a conversation social media dog how big is social media to all uh artists to all djs uh how has it made a change and a difference in nowadays age Man, it's crazy. You know, it is something that uh, can be, at least in my opinion, vastly overwhelming. But 
the possibilities are endless in the sense of it can be used like a tool. And I really try to use social media like a tool. Obviously, we all have a guilty pleasure of scrolling and tapping and looking at stuff. But I try to use it, obviously, you know, to promote music, to connect with musicians, both in my area and worldwide. You know, I've collabed with artists that I've never actually met in person before, but you just, you know, connect and, and have the right sound and right ear for one another. I actually have to give a shout out to my homie Dre up in Queens, New York, Dre AM. We have a new single coming out next Friday, the 23rd. Tune in, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, coming everywhere. Um, but I connected with him through social media. Um, just, you know, having some uh, mutual followers. We obviously got recommended to one another and liked each other's sound. So it's, it's led to a connection and even a friendship from there. So I think social media has opened up an endless uh, amount of doors in that sense to where you can connect with people who share the same passions and interests around the world. And it also gives you a free platform to share your art, to share your music, to share, you know, what it is and build a community and have an impact that's maybe a little bigger than yourself. So big shout out to Dre. And what is the name of your new single coming out? The new single coming out is Sly, um, and it is the first single off a full collab EP that we have coming later this year called the Dre Tech EP. Uh, it's paying tribute, you know, to some boom bap culture uh, with new age production techniques. Basically, you know, showing love to the old school, but bringing it a new flavor and new style with our own flair. <laughs> That's what's up, dog. I love yeah. hearing that, man. And I love the fact that when we bring any of our guests in, if you guys want to shout out your new projects, something that you guys got up your sleeves, this is the time to do it, man, because it doesn't get no better than the platform that we're on right now. And uh, it's funny. I mean, now me and you are talking, dog. This is the first time me and you have had a conversation conversation face to face we've been texting yeah we see each other's pictures but now we get to be in front of each other and this is what social media has brought to the table because without social media it probably would have been so difficult to get a hold of you unless my ass was out there in orlando florida you know what i mean winning a national championship right. with the florida state seminoles you know how it is Dak. Hey. <laughs> Yo, but hey, I got to thank God, you know what I mean? Uh, the universe works right. in mysterious ways and it has brought us together and it's fucking, it's great, bro. I love the conversation that we're having already and the direction that we're going on this podcast already. And I only wish you the best of luck in the future with everything that you got. You as well are collaborating with other artists out of your state, your city, and so am I. I uh, hosted a reggaeton festival two weeks ago, red carpet style, and now we Word. have a single called Fuego coming out too, and I hooked up with a guy from Chile, so a Chile, Mexicano, okay. and American coming together, and he changed his style in order to mesh with mine, so I thought that was fucking great, you know what I mean? So we got a banger yeah. coming out. Big shout out to the homie Fernie, who does our... Uh, uh, intro song too as well we have a video coming out called midnight as well me and fernie put it down like crazy and uh he just put out his ep too as well out, out on all platforms check them out fernie what they do what we do that's what it is man so uh sound architect how did that come to be yeah so like i mentioned uh my background day job is in architecture. I went to school and studied architectural design. 
So that is kind of what formed the name. You know, music's always been a passion and something that, you know, my entire life I've wanted to do something in music and have always in one way or another dabbled in music. Um, but the name came obviously having the architectural background and kind of the idea of like, when you are the DJ and the MC, you're not, you know, you're designing the sound, you're designing the vibe. So that was where the, you know, it kind of all came together, like the sound architect. Um, but after a while, you know, it, it felt like a lot to say, especially if, you know, you work your own name into a rap or whatever. I'm like, you know, that's a lot, that's a whole name. And <laughs> there's already, you know, architect this or that architect in the hip hop game. So it got shortened down to sound tech. Um, because I felt like it still captured, you know, kind of what I wanted to in the essence sure. of the name. It's the, the technical aspect of designing this, uh, designing the sound, you know, it's not just one uh, component of the music. It's, you know, creating an entire entity with it. Oh, yeah, most definitely, Doug. So I got a segment on the program called Entiendes Mendes. And this is what we got to say today. Don't be a prisoner of your own style. Entiendes, Mendes. What you think about that, Doc? Yo, I love that quote, and I think it bridges perfectly after you saying, you know, uh, collaborating with the other artists out of Chile, uh, adapting to one another's styles. You know, that's something working with uh, the homie Dre up in Queens where we've both been adapting to each other's styles, and you can box yourself in, you know, if you're not willing to see another perspective or take feedback or change it up. Um, I, you know, I think you definitely can box yourself in and it's wise words to, you know, not be a prisoner of your own style, be willing to experiment, be willing to put yourself out there and expose yourself to other artists and creators. Cause like a sponge, we can absorb more than we think. Exactly. Doug. And it's cool that you said that man, because egos, Egos play a huge role, not only in life, not only with your personality, but it has a lot to do with the music industry. I've always said it, man. Yes, we all carry an ego. We all have egos. But, yo, let's put those egos and our differences to the side. Let's work together. 50 years of hip-hop just happened last year. Why not give it another 50 more years of life, man? But with yeah, that, man. let's fucking put our egos to the side and let's start working with each other and start making that music, baby. Yo, that's what it's all about for real, man. You know, and the ego's natural. It's part of everyone's psyche. And especially in hip-hop music, it's part of the culture. You know, the big egos come with it, the braggadociousness, the bravado. That's all part of it. But at the end of the day, you know, when it boils down to it, it's all love. We're all, you know, supporting a common culture of the music, the art form, everything about it. So, you know, you got to show love and be willing to, you know, receive it as well. I, I believe that if you're, you know, willing to receive it and give it, that naturally just good things will unfold. Hey, and the passion side of it, you know, I always say do it for the music, not what's going to come from it. Like, do it for the music. And that's the bigger thing uh, about us, too, as well. Like, we're not here to make the millions of dollars, man. I'd rather, I mean, if they come, they come. But I like right, the respect right. aspect of everything, you know what I mean? Because your name mm -hmm. lives longer when you get that respect. Those millions of dollars, they come and go. And guess what Guess what comes with millions of dollars? A lot of trouble, you know what I mean? But yeah. the respect aspect, they'd be like, man, yo, Streets put it down for a minute. You know, he started it, and then he did this, and then he did that. 
and you know he was uh independent he had two independent uh record labels but the fact that he just grinded that's what we love more about him you know sound tech flair what was his aspect yo he was a vinyl dj he emceed you know he's getting the respect collabing with people out in uh detroit out in new york you know what i mean he's gone down to those roots which i love you know the birth of hip-hop man so that is yeah. pretty fucking sick that, that brings me to my next question you know out from love and basketball i'm taking this one out when did you first fall in love with hip-hop doc the first time that i would say i really like had something click in my brain and fell in love with hip-hop would be the first time i listened to the license to ill album from yeah. and back by bc boys yeah. yo like so i, I like some hip-hop before that but something about hearing that album front to back made me just like have a whole new appreciation for like what hip-hop was what it could be and like just being your authentic self and expressing yourself through it man and that was one of the first things you know in collecting vinyl and being part of the vinyl culture you learn to listen to albums start to finish as the artist intended and that was one of the first albums that really made me have like that epiphany of that you know cohesive sound start to finish and really have a second look at like wow like this hip-hop thing is is something else man so i would say that was probably the first album and there were many others after that where like you you know you scratch the surface and then you're like oh wow this shit's dope that shit's dope this is dope but <laughs> that was kind of like the first domino that was like hey like take a closer look at all of this for sure dog and you nailed it man beastie boys big shout out to the beastie boys man they were one of the first iconic rap groups out there that made a big yes, difference sir. in the world man yeah man i mean they impacted the culture from the get-go and just it still transcends on whether people know it realize it or want to admit it i mean they are just pioneers of the culture and were throughout the entirety of their careers always developing and pushing a new sound on every album experimenting this and that and obviously i'm a bc boys fan so i might sound biased but i highly <laughs> recommend that any any person who has any ounce of interest or love for hip-hop dive in deeper to the beastie boys their catalog and what they did for the culture i'm gonna tell you guys this right now the beastie boys were two of the most illest mcs that rap had and one of the sickest uh lyrical lyric lyricists I got to say, I got my tongue tied on that one. But, oh, man, it happened. <laughs> they wrote some shit, man. Yeah, man. And I, something that you, I don't think has ever been seen before, during, or after, the way they trade bars back and forth and finish each other's sentences, the chemistry, the synergy, the synergy is just unmatched in any other group. And, you know, all, all other groups have great elements and aspects, but there was something about the way they... It was like a hive mind. Those three guys really were all on the same wave, and it came through in the music in just such a cool, powerful way. Hell yeah, man. We out here yeah, in Sabarita, Green Valley, Tucson, and Ogales, Arizona, man. It's your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor, with Hits Off the Streets, the brand new podcast, Sweeping the Streets. Y'all already know who it is, man. I am being joined by my homeboy, man, Sound Tech Flair, all the way out from Orlando, Florida. Say what up, kid? You know what is good, family? I want to say a big thanks to everyone listening for real, taking the time. I'm out here with the homie Chris. We doing our thing, man, all for the love of hip hop and the culture at large. You know, it's 
it's bigger than all of us, but we all play a critical part in making it happen and keeping it alive. Most definitely, dog. Yo, before we even get started and keep on going with this great conversation on this Sunday afternoon, go ahead and tell them where they can find you at, kid. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at underscore soundtech, S-O-U-N-D-T-E-C. I've got links to all my music in there, but you can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. The list goes on, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, but the easiest way, if you've got Instagram, tap in, find me there, find links to everything. You can keep up with events that may be in your area. You can keep up with new music, merch, and everything else that uh, comes with the SoundTech side of things. That's what's up, dog. Congratulations on all your success, bro. How long have you been in the game for? I appreciate that, man. Um, been in the game, I guess it's kind of hard to put and boil down, but I'll round it out and say the sound under the SoundTech alias about, you know, four years, a little more now. Let's maybe round up and call it five years as SoundTech. Um, but, you know, been in the, you know, in the game of music and collecting records, DJing, all that, you know, longer. It's hard to fully measure where that's been at. Yeah, that's sick, dog. Music of today, yeah. bro. The music of today. How different is the old school to not so much the new school, but the new generation, dog? How do you see the difference in this and how do you see music going on and continuing uh, for the years to come? So I think that's a great question and I'm going to try to be very uh, careful in the way I phrase stuff because I feel like far too often people use stuff like uh, hip hop's dead, there's no good hip hop. Like there is, but I feel like the masses of it, in my opinion, is you know not all that great. And I say that because I think a lot of it is capitalized on the dollars and the culture and the fact that, you know, yes, we are celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Unfortunately, I think some people take that milestone and run with it and try to milk it. And you get these artists that, you know, are very surface level that come and go that are just, you know, something for the industry to push on people. And I think a big difference in the culture and the listener of today's generation is a lot of people hear the music, but how many people actually listen? You know, hip hop is something where the MC's got something to say and the complex lyricism, who's got the illest rhymes, who's got the best technique. You had to listen to really take all that in and listen to these beats and listen like, oh, that sample, no way, he sampled this album. You know, now it feels like stuff pushed out about, you know, surface level lyrics. I'm not saying everything, but a lot of the mainstream rap and hip hop uh, unfortunately isn't appealing to the listener. It's just there's background music and you know, it's what you hear in the club and whatnot and ice spice and all that, you know, yep. I'm not trying to be a hater, but there's a big difference in, you know, the caliber of skill level. I totally agree, dog, and I ain't afraid to say it, man. Music ain't what it used to be, but, yo, kudos to everybody. It's not. Because it's everybody not. has their art, you know what I mean? And uh, it's not only just the music part of it, you know, it's the uh, the artwork that they have, you know, the way they dress, you know. It, it just it's, it's a mixture of things, which makes for good entertainment, but not for good music. Yeah, exactly. It's, it is good entertainment and, you know, kind of like how you said about, you know, the difference between the money and leaving a legacy and getting that recognition for, you know, what you're contributing to the culture. Sure, a lot of these cats are really entertaining on the forefront right now, but, you know, how big is that footprint they're leaving behind for the culture? How are they influencing the next generation? You know, what are they doing to push it on, uh, you know, to the next level of evolution and helping push the envelope? That's the question we all might have, you know, that's the biggest difference. 
I love it, dog. I love it, man. This is Hits Off the Streets, man. Check us yeah. out on all major platforms. Download your Podbean app. It's your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. You guys already know, man. I like to bring the right people to the right program. And today we have Sound Tech Flair all the way from Orlando, Florida, via telephone. And we in AZ, baby. He's all the way on the other side of the country. And this is what we do. This is what's good, man. What's good? I love it, man. So how's the family, dog? You a family man too, man. How important as a family man for you to also mix in what your craft is with the family, bro. Yeah, man. So, you know, I believe obviously family time is very important. Um, I myself am the oldest of five siblings. So I grew up in big family uh, and just, it's always important to show love, have that time, you know, be supported and have a support system where you need it. And then, you know, I'm in a position now, uh, I don't have any kids of my own um, at this time. I don't really plan to do that, but I'm still a family man because I spend time at home with my girl and our dog. You know, that's our family. That's our unit. And we work hard for the life we have and, you know, try to build and set goals within that. So your family is everything, man. You got to be there for them and they're there for you. And unfortunately, we don't always get to choose our family. Um, there's times where it might have challenges within that, but we do get to choose what family means to us and what we are going to contribute for the good of the family. Love it, dog. Love it. And that's why I had that question because not only is not having kids, not being a family, but your girl, your dog, you know, your work, everything like that, that's family. You know what I mean? The people you uh, surround Absolutely. yourself with too as well. It's really important. Remember guys, I've always said to keep your circle small and strong and that's going to benefit you more in the long run. And it's also going to benefit those that are in that circle too as well absolutely man yeah keeping it tight you know a, a good unit moves strongly and a great saying you know my girl always say, uh, says it we say it you know your vibe attracts your tribe and having that yeah. tight-knit circle having that tight-knit group and being your authentic self it's just going to make the the unit as a whole stronger it's going to make your circle stronger and more authentic as well you heard it here, man. Vibe attracts your tribe. I fucking love that. Yeah, guy. that's sick. Yeah, bro. dog. <laughs> Four elements of hip hop, dog. Uh, obviously, each element plays its major role. But what elements, uh, or give us a brief uh, explanation of the elements and what they mean to you. Yeah, so, I mean, each one plays a huge role in the culture. I'll start, you know, first and foremost with the breakdancing element because I. I'm a huge fan and just am in awe of the skill because I am not a break dancer, bro. I sit back <laughs> and I look at some of these guys. I'm like, it's incredible. It's amazing. So I got a lot of respect for that. Um, and, you know, especially when it's, you know, that's something that's not as prominent in the culture these days. But when you had a crew or a B-boys or B-girls who were synced up with the music and had these routines, like it was just, again, bigger than the song as, as a whole. It, it is a whole part of the culture at that point. Um, but I also have mad love, you know, like you said, for the graffiti aspect, uh, connecting with local artists in the Orlando community. I got to say big ups to Sheet Graffiti. Dude is a child prodigy out of Orlando. If you if you guys don't know, you can find him on Instagram at Sheet Graffiti. A uh, 16-year-old graffiti artist who just is, you know, years beyond uh, anyone else in his frame with the skill set and, you know, the style he's doing. So I try to give a platform to artists like him to come out to events and showcase your work and, you know, get connections to maybe do live painting as well. 
Um, and that comes in with the other elements. I want to say big ups to the Nash in Orlando, the Four Elements of Life Organization Festival in Orlando. Uh, they bring together the best of the best in terms of the B-boys and B-girls, the graffiti artists, uh, as well as the MC and DJs. You know, I already talked about how important the two turntables and the mic aspect is, but all four come together to really build this, you know, incredible culture of hip hop that transcends countries, it transcends languages, it transcends age groups. You know, it's really timeless. You know, like you said, we're here 50 years, let's go 50 more and, you know, 50 times a million beyond that. It's here to stay forever. Hell yeah, man. They said hip hop is dead. Y'all motherfuckers on the wrong planet because hip hop is here to yeah. stay. Yes, sir. It really is. And you got to keep it alive, though. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And you know what's one of the great things about breakdancing is that this upcoming Olympics, guess what's in the Olympics? Crazy, man. Yeah. It is. You know, it, it deserves to be because those are athletes out there. It Big really time, is. bro. You know, Big the time. The thing goes, hey, it's not as easy as it looks. But, man, Hell they make no. it look smooth. You know one cool thing, too? Uh, I'm really big on graffiti, too. I just had uh, Spaceman, uh, Calle Uno from uh, Rocky Point out here in uh, Mexico. And um, he uh, was doing a piece uh, called Hits Off the Streets in my garage. In my house that I have in Rio Rico, too, I have it all tagged up. Big shout-outs to Chuck Linero, who uh, also is uh, the grandfather of graffiti down in my hometown. But if you guys ever see a graffiti artist do their work these guys are just limbering and dancing and moving and going with the paint it's just like poetry in motion but in a spray can yo that is very well put poetry in motion for sure right dog and it's so dope watching their art just come to life it's just like an artist when they're putting the pen to the pad and just seeing all the marks come out on the paper and all the scratches and everything too as well and then all of a sudden everything comes into its play and bam you got a fucking killer record man or a killer song you know yeah man it is cool and you know there's no rhyme or reason really to the process you know just to touch deeper on that it it all comes together organically, at least in the terms of the way I create and the way I try to facilitate and cultivate the creative atmosphere, whether it's within myself, uh, peers, friends, or, you know, complete strangers, uh, just that organic aspect, that organic chemistry, like you said, feeling the vibe flowing, whether it's through the paint, through the dancing, you know, or creating the beats or on the mic, just kind of letting yourself go with the flow. So talk a little bit about the Florida scene, dog. What's the Florida scene look like? Yo, Florida scene, man. Uh, you know, I'm, Florida boy, born and raised, uh, but I've been in Orlando for about five years now, a little over five years. I had to think about it for a sec. Time flies, man. For sure. Uh, I was born and raised South Florida, moved up to Gainesville, and then came to Orlando after that. Um, but the Florida scene is where it's at. It is hot. It definitely gets hot in the summertime, but we got the hot music, too. And I will say something I've learned a lot in the Florida scene is there's a lot of different pockets and niches and styles and it can sometimes be overwhelming especially you know i was an artist uh, a few years back where really getting into the community after moving here and, and getting things off the ground in that regard especially post covid going out to open mics and putting yourself back out there and whatnot um there's a lot of different scenes there's a lot of different crowds and there's something for everybody but i also think you know there's truth in finding what is for you and pouring in, into what pours back out for you. Um, so, you know, the scene is cool in that way that it's got a lot of diversity 
And when you find where you're at within that diversity, um, there's, you know, some really strong components, some really cool creatives, really, you know, just inspirational stories and individuals that are there for the love of the music, the art, the culture, and are there to help push their peers and, you know, other people in the community to grow and develop stronger, all for, you know, the whole of the Orlando scene. Hell yeah, dog. That's deep right there. That's why we get people from all over the country and all over the world, dog. That's what I love most about this show. It is so diverse, man. I got people out in Colombia that I'm going to be interviewing, uh, Belgium that I'm going to be interviewing. You know, I've already had Baja, California, Hermosillo, Obregón, Sonora, Mexico. And this is what we got, man. The world has a lot of talent out there. And it's not just only in the States. It's everywhere. And today I bring to you guys Sound Tech Flair from Orlando, Florida, guys. Go ahead and rep yourself one more time, kid. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, man. Once again, I'd be your man, Sound Tech, S O U N D T E C. I'd be the DJ and the MC. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Sound Tech. I'm also on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, YouTube, SoundCloud. Pretty much anywhere you get music, I have music, and there's even more on the way. You can find most of my music on SoundCloud right now, and the most direct way to support an independent artist uh, is going directly to my Instagram page, showing some love, saying what's up, checking out my band camp. Um, all those are great small avenues to find my music and dive in, but for those listening, if you are on Instagram, check me out at underscore soundtech. S-O-U-N-D-T-E-C. I've got links to all my music and all the latest updates there. Want to give a big shout out to our sponsors this evening. Want to give a big shout out to Tyler Harding at Truth and Humor, Bacanora Danzari, TheGreenKeepers.com, and to the homeboy Fernie, man. Big shout out to all you guys and to my whole team, man. To my two co-hosts that couldn't be here today, the homeboy Seth, and to Compaterco, man. I have created a dynasty of a team, and we have just barely launched this podcast, but it is reaching capacity levels at a good early start and only making a big difference in time and i want to thank everybody especially our guests we want to thank sound tech flair from joining us all the way from orlando florida man thank you for your time thank you for wanting to be on the program uh i'm gonna jump a little bit into this before we even go further but we sent out a gift to the homeboy sound tech flair man and i'm glad you received it dog that is just something that we do with the program showing love to everybody that comes on the show dog yeah man i i gotta say just you know infinite thank yous for first just having me on the show and for connecting both to reaching out uh, to me on instagram you know showing love for the music and what i do it means a lot and Big thank you to you, to Tyler for the Truth and Humor pack. Yo, I got the dope beanie. I got the fresh threads, the bags, man, like sick little packs. So I really appreciate you guys sending that out. I definitely will be representing down here in Town. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely, dog. That's what we do, man. Just a little touch of love that we like to add to the program. Vinyl DJs, bro. So tell us, when you first put the needle to the record, that's one of my favorite things, bro. When I first hear that... It's like, oh, yeah. that's fucking music. I can care less yes, about sir. what's going on on the record. But when you just hear that and you see that record just floating, like if it was a fucking Snickers yep. bar in the ocean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's a sound that can't be replicated. It, it only comes through on the vinyl like that. It's such a warm Christmas. 
It is, dog. And that's what I love most about it, man. And that's what I loved and intrigued me more about you, man, that you are a vinyl DJ. Speak on that. What is the difference between the vinyl DJ and let's just say a what? Record DJ or even a electronical DJ? What would yeah, you say? like a tour DJ or, you know, whatever the term might be. Um, a, the biggest difference, man, is a lot of people today, even people who DJ digital vinyl, there's a laptop incorporated where there's MP3s and waves and this and that where there's the music is digital. The biggest difference in what I do and what a true vinyl DJ does is there's no laptop. There's no digital components. It's all analog. So these are records out of my personal collection. These are records out of the bins that I've been looking for. So you have to memorize this track is on this side, you know, we're here, you know, I have a lot of tools that I use. DJs have their own tools of sure. marking records and memorizing where stuff is. But you know, that's the big aspect. It's not a catalog of music that is just downloaded on a, a flash drive or a laptop. This is physical pieces of music and artwork that, you know, someone is, curating and playing whether it's for the club a party or you know just at home that that's the biggest difference in a vinyl dj and what i do and like you said every time you're putting on that track man you're you're putting that record on by hand you're dropping that needle and that crisp warm sound is coming through with that human touch and you know just a sound that can't be replicated any other way dude what's that feeling you get when you first put that needle onto that record it never gets old, man. It, you know, it never gets old. And I have albums that I've heard probably hundreds, if not thousands of times to where I still get goosebumps when I drop that needle and I feel that, you know, that first part of the track start to take off or that crisp start to ride into the music itself. It never gets old. And it's something that, you know, it keeps you coming back for more. I'm always looking for more records. I'm always looking for, you know, more stuff to sample for scratch routines. That's something else too, you know, scratching vinyl and whatnot, you might find a two second component of an obscure record, but man, when you scratch it backwards or you slow it down, it just, it creates such a cool sound that you can reinvent something entirely new out of it. That's crazy dog. Would you say that it's a lost art? I wouldn't say it's a completely lost art, right? Cause just how like hip hop's not completely dead, but it is a dwindling art. And I feel like it's a dwindling art partly because there's not as many doing and pursuing that avenue because it's so easy to DJ other ways now. You know, you don't have to own hundreds of records to have a dope catalog. You can get a laptop and get a, you know, digital controller. And that's why, like, I'm not showing any hate or shade to digital DJs, CDJs, nothing like that. I just, I do what I do and they do what they do. So that's, that's a big difference. I would say, you know, with the digital aspect, it's a lot more accessible to most than maybe DJing vinyl might be. For sure, dog. And that's good. That's a good point. You know what I mean? We're not here to hate on anybody. This is the program exactly. that we, love. Yeah, this is the program that we try to motivate people. So if you're out there listening to SoundTech Flare right now and want to pick up your DJ system or thinking about DJing, man, what advice would you give these people, dog? I would say my advice is do your research both in the sense of figuring out what type of DJing you want to do and what type of music you want to create. And that will make it easier in determining and deciding what equipment do you need to make that happen? What, you know, and from there you can do more research on brands or like you said, touch base with your local community, your local music stores and get recommendations and where to shop around. 
But figuring out it is what you want to do within the sphere of music and DJing will help lead you down the road. So that's my first step. What do you want to do in DJing? Do you want to cut and scratch records? Do you want to remix stuff over house beats? Do you just want to be able to curate music for a house party and be the guy that's got a good playlist at all times? You know, that's the first deciding factor. There you go. You heard it here, man. Soundtech Flair, man, educating y'all young people, man. Even yeah. those that are interested, dog. You never know, man. This is why we made this program. We want to motivate people out there to do things in a positive way and a positive figure. And he is changing the vinyl DJing out in Orlando, Florida. And not only that, but he is educating all you guys on the art of DJing. Dog, it is an honor to have you on the program, man. Man, it's it's an honor to be here. And I would say my second piece of advice, and if not more important than the first, is just go for it, man. Just yeah. go for it and create. You, you know, odds are probably not going to be super good at it when you first start off, whatever type of avenue you go on, but just go for it and keep doing it, you know, whatever the circumstances are, because you want to do it. So Have that drive within yourself and that passion. So here's a question I like to ask, dog, and I've never asked it to an uh, artist or a DJ, but music, you as a DJ, is it healing to you and is it healing to others when they're seeing you get down on the ones and twos, dog? It is certainly healing to me. I mean, no doubt, man. You know, music is magic. Music is therapy. Music is love. It's expression. So it is certainly healing to me, whether I'm in a good mood, bad mood or whatever, I'm able to express and let loose through the music. So from there, I mean, I like to think that it can be healing to others. And I certainly had the pleasure of, you know, talking to people after shows or a set that really did resonate with what I was putting down. So that's a powerful thing too, man. And that's a big, you know, proponent of why I do what I do. Hip hop has touched me in so many special ways. I know that sounded funny saying it like that, but uh, you know, you, you connect with like a beat or a bar or a lyric and it can really change your life. So if I can have that impact on someone, you know, even if they just like the music I'm putting down for one night, you know, that's, that's a bigger thing than yourself. And that's a big proponent of why I do what I do. Most definitely dog. What is one of the events that you were DJing at that stood out? Man, there is a lot, but I'm going to go back to one of the first ones that I deployed the Soundtech alias among the masses. And I was DJing, shout out to Suva Coffee Shop over here in Castleberry, Florida for uh, giving me a platform. But I was DJing on a quiet night and doing a little rapping and wasn't getting a lot of feedback from the crowd. So I just, I put on a Bane and Beat and I started freestyling about the crowd, about them not listening to me. And sure enough, <laughs> the crowd started listening and yeah. Yeah, I made, I made some friends after that show that my girl and I are still great friends. Shout out to Sola Day. If you're listening, met her that night. And I think that was something where, you know, it, it had a bigger impact uh, through the ones and twos and through the microphone. Yeah. That's crazy. Huh? Yo, you don't listen to me. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to start singing. Then yeah. you guys are going to start listening. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I love it, man. I love what we're doing today, man. We are bringing two people from two different areas together on one platform on one program and we are bringing you guys sound tech flair man yo music its purpose what do you think it serves man that is a loaded question so 
I'll answer it the best I can, both from my own perspective within my life, and I'll attempt to provide an answer in mankind as a whole. But music's purpose, I think, is to allow us to express and to take perspective on a level that we wouldn't be able to through any other medium. And, you know, that's not knocking any other type of art form by any means, but music provides a way to express, a way to receive that, you know, no other medium does. And that's both within my life. And I feel like that's on the, you know, side of mankind as well. You know, I mean, look at someone like Beethoven, man, this guy couldn't even hear, but created timeless pieces of music that have just lasted generations and generations and generations. And I think that speaks volumes because, you know, more people, odds are, connect with a timeless song more than a timeless painting. You know, people are going to tear up and maybe have emotions to a grand opera or musical, you know, uh, performance more than they will looking at a painting most times, you know. And again, like I'm not knocking any other type of art form, but I think that's music serves a great purpose in that and giving mankind a way to express and receive like no other. Yeah, you guys heard it here, man. My man is educating y'all today, man. Uh, dropping knowledge. Yes, yeah. sir. That's the one thing that I love, man. I'm a professor, dog, so that's how I got the name, Streets of Professor, you know what I mean? So I love when we are yeah, educating yeah. all those out there that are listening on all major platforms. Download your Podbean app. Hits off the streets. The brand new podcast, Sweeping the Streets. 2024 is our year, and I'm bringing nothing but the best guests to the program. And today we have Sound Tech Flair in the building. Say what up to everybody, kid. Yes, once again, it'd be your man, Sound Tech, on deck. I'm here with the homie Chris. We got the hits off the streets, the professors in the building. I am in the building. We are transcending from East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, North, South, worldwide, kid. We're here for the music and we're here for the culture that's what's up dog so i see some boards hanging behind you dog they they can't see what we're seeing but skateboarding yeah, bro, yeah. I, I saw a couple pictures of you too on your ig skateboarding man talk a little bit about skateboarding and music dog yeah man i i'm a lifelong skateboarder um you know i started skating when i was around seven years old and here we are uh over 20 years so you know still skating um and it's it's an art form like no other it's a like no other, you know, much like the Olympics, they, uh, much like breakdancing getting into the Olympics, we saw skateboarding get into the Olympics and get some respect that it hadn't had before. So it, it's just, you know, a, a way of expression as well for me, both physically, mentally, and a way of creativity. It's an art form too. So it transcends with the music in that way. I'm really fortunate to have connected not only with my local hip hop community, but also my local skateboarding community. And a lot of times, we're able to merge the cultures because there is overlap. We have skaters who rap, we have rappers who skate, and it's really cool to see it all come together. You know, we've thrown park jams, shout out to Central Florida Skate Park, uh, Jeff and Becca and the whole family for giving us a platform to put together open cypher events and skate competitions and, you know, bring in local athletes and skaters and musicians to all come together and create and just have a good time for the sake of the culture. 
For sure, man. Big shout outs to the city of Nogales, to my hometown, and to once again Chuck Linero, man. They pulled out a show last year where they had a uh, skate free for all and uh, hip hop artists out there and a couple of uh, bands too as well. You know, it's not just about hip hop. It's the cultural of music and skateboarding brought together as one because like you said, they do transcend together, dog. And there's people that you wouldn't even expect that'd be like, yo man, uh, I do this, but I love to board. Hey, I don't board, but I sing, but I know that skateboarding has ties to the music industry in a huge way and even the graffiti man all the pools that they used to uh skate on before man they're all tagged absolutely up. yeah man yo and there's i mean there's countless uh hip-hop artists that are involved in the skateboarding community that were involved in the skateboarding community beastie boys obviously we we're talking about earlier easy e aesop rock earl sweatshirt you know all, all these new cats and you know little wayne obviously yep. um it, it's a sport and culture that is just you know, back to like how hip hop is, it knows no bounds in terms of, uh, race, age, country, age, you know, for the most part, it's something that just, you know, it's open to anyone and everyone. And it's really a beautiful thing because everyone can create and express different, differently through the art form. And that's both through music, whether it's hip hop or another genre and skateboarding. I love that you said that dog hip hop has no boundaries. That right there, you no guys boundaries. need to understand. It does not have boundaries. And like I said before, man, we just got done celebrating the 50 years of a hip-hop. So that just goes to show you that there is no boundaries out there. No, sir. Yo, dog, shout out some of the record uh, stores out there in uh, Florida. If somebody uh, wants to go check out some records yeah. out there, shout them out. Absolutely. Anyone down in the central Florida area, I got to give a big shout out to uh, Remix Record Shop. Uh, both the North and South location. I got to give shout out to Park Ave CDs, Rock and Roll Heaven, uh, Bossa and Roll Records out in Maitland. Man, the list goes on. I got to say what's up to Uncle Tony's Donut Shop here in Orlando too, Retro Records. Man, there's a great vinyl scene here in Orlando. There's lots of places to shop, so you can't go wrong with any of those spots. Check them out. That's cool, though. Yo, big shout out to all the record companies and labels and record stores out there in Florida. I know there's a gang of y'all out there, man. But yep, I want to go ahead and uh, thank SoundTech Flair, man, for taking time out of his day and joining us. There is a time difference between both of us, but we make things happen and we make things work. Just to give you guys a great program, man. And I am honored to have him on our show today, man. Yeah, man. It, it, again, it's just an honor to be here. Whether you know you're tuning in to listen to us now, or you've been here through the whole show. We thank you guys for listening all the way here from Orlando out to Arizona, coming to you live through the speakers, your headphones, your car, wherever you're listening. We're here. Hits off the streets, and I be your man, Sound Tech, out of Orlando. Big shout outs to Paul Van Dyke, Paul Oakenford, Marshmallow, Steve Aoki. DJ Babu, Q-Tip, Grandmaster Flash, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Annie Mac, Funk Master Flex, Jam Master J, DJ Clue, Alchemist, and to the females repping on the ones and twos, DJ Spinderella, Jazzy Jess, and Coco Chanel. Yo, man, who are some of your top DJs that you know, man? 
Man, top DJs and producers, uh, the list goes on. I'm going to say as soon as we're talking earlier, word up to DJ Premier. Another underrated one, I got to say big ups to DJ Hurricane. Yo, got to show love to DJ Abilities, to Ant of Atmosphere. Uh, also got to give it to the god Eric B. Got to show love for, yo, Jam Master J. The list goes on and on for real, man. Um, you know, and some more modern stuff just on the production side. RIP, we just celebrated the anniversary of Jay Dilla's death and uh, birthday as well. Much love to Dilla Dog, one of my all-time favorite producers. Uh, you know, it's important, man. People behind the boards, people behind the ones and twos, they bring the vibes for, for real. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. And besides Soundtech Flair, man, who are some of the best DJs out there in Florida right now that you can say, oh, man, <laughs> you guys got to follow these guys, dog? <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll give a couple quick shout-outs to some cats in the area. Yo, DJ Red Tables, check him out. I know he's doing his thing. I also got to say uh, what's up to Big Homie Poet and the We Got Bars and Next Gen Records crew. He's another guy who's not only behind the ones and twos and the boards with the beats and uh, the turntables, he also raps too. So he's, you know, like me, man, doing it for the culture, doing what he can, whether it's on the mic or on the turntables so you know big big shout out to them i know they're celebrating their two uh five-year anniversary this coming saturday 224 at austin's coffee big shout out to austin's coffee too rc sniper and the crew you know all for the love of hip-hop down here in central florida whether it's on the mic or on the turntables you know we got cats doing their thing that's what's up, dog. That's what's up, man sound tech flare dog one more time tell them where they can find you kid Yes, you can find me. You're listening right now, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, you can find me here. You can also find my social media at underscore Soundtech, S-O-U-N-T-E-C. Check me out on Instagram, YouTube, Bandcamp. I've also got a ton of music on SoundCloud. And like I said, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and many more coming soon. We got new music coming next week. We got new music coming later this year, and you know it don't stop. We keep it going around the clock. Yeah, around the clock indeed, man. Some of us don't even sleep nowadays, dog, because we putting in all that work. Yep. So we've reached that part of the program that I like to bring in one of our co-hosts, and they come up with a quote of the day. La cita del día. And we like to reflect on that a little bit, dog. And this is what they sent to us today. Let your heart beat for music. Don't be a DJ for the wrong reasons. Do it because you have the passion for it. What you think? Yo, extremely wise words and very well put. You know, the passion first and foremost, man. Do it. For the love of the music and do it for yourself you know don't dj for the wrong reasons don't get into singing for the wrong reasons don't get into a band for the wrong reasons get into it for yourself for the sake of creating and for the sake of being a part of something bigger than yourself because music is bigger than all of us and it's a really powerful beautiful thing that we all have this just wonderful blessing and opportunity to create and connect through it most deaf, most deaf. Yo, this has been a classic right here, man. On the vinyl, DJing, on DJing itself, on the elements of hip-hop. And guess who brought it to you guys, man? Once again, your boy, El Profe, Streets the Professor. That's right, uh, with another hit classic off, Hits Off the Streets. I want to go ahead and uh, shout out, once again, our sponsors for the show, Bacanora Danzari, 
Truth and Humor, the homeboy Fernie, and big shout-outs to our co-host, El Compaterco, and the homeboy Seth. We reached that part of the program that I like to say, famous last words of a fool. What's up, fool? This is the part of the program, dog, that I'm going to hand over to you. If you have any questions for the host, if you have anything else that you would like to attach to your podcast, give out a little motivation to all those that are trying to get into DJing and say a little something uh, that you would like for everybody to know, man. Yeah, man. Well, you know, again, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening, whether you're listening now, you've been listening the whole time. You got us on repeat, replay, whatever. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I be your man, Sound Tech, S-O-U-N-D-T-E-C, based out of Orlando, Florida. Find me on Instagram at underscore Sound Tech. And a big quote that I want to say that just has transcended with me throughout my life. Uh, you guys might be familiar with the famous street magician, David Blaine. He had a quote, we are all capable of infinitely more than we believe. And that has stuck with me through all kinds of stuff, man, all seasons of life, whether it's through passion projects, work, relationships, you know, capable of more than we give ourselves credit for. And I'm someone who can get in my own head and, you know, even have that self-doubt that we all experience. But, you know, I've got a tattooed on my arm by the Beastie Boys. You can't, won't, and don't stop. That's another quote. So we're all capable of infinitely more than we believe. You just can't won't and don't stop keep going for it so whether it's djing creating music spraying up a wall man or getting down and dancing with a crew or solo do it for yourself do it for the passion do it for the sake of the culture and all the good things will come from there you know one love i'm mad grateful to be here and again i'm sound tech mc and vinyl dj out of orlando yo i want to say big thanks for having me on the show once again my dude it's just an absolute pleasure Yo, hashtag share hip hop. If I didn't say that before, it's universal. So let's share it. You can find stuff online through me that way too. Hashtag share hip hop. That's what's up. You heard it here, man. Give out your final shout outs, kid. Yeah, final shout outs. I'm just going to go down the list. I want to say big ups and mad love to my girl. I wouldn't be where I am without her. E, AKA Miss Martian, my number one fan, my CSQ, my big supporter out at every show, helping me carry merch where I need to. Man, she's my backbone for real in this shit. Uh, I got to say much love to my dog, my little old dog, Orson Orbly, little four-legged guy. He's the best pal I could ever ask for. Mad love to the crew here in Orlando. Yo, uh, Ray, David, RC, P. Land, Philly at Binks, James at Binks, Miriam. I want to say what's up to the CL CFL crew again. Jeff, Becca, the whole clan over there. Yo, much love to Park App CDs, Remix Record Shop, Rock and Roll Heaven, Bossa and Roll Records, Uncle Tony's Donut Shop. Yo, my homie Brandon, my family, just anyone and everyone that I forgot or might be listening now. One love. Dre up in Queens. We got new music coming next week. Check it out. Also got music coming with the homie The Taste of Vomit out of Philly. Check him out. Anyone and everyone else, you know I love you and I wouldn't be where I am without y'all. Yo, so before we even end the show, dog, you've been to Philly, you've been to New York too, or you just mess with these cats through social? I haven't. I've been. I've been to New York a few times. I haven't actually met with Dre up in New York. But I've never been to Philly. It's on my list. But the taste of vomit. I've had the pleasure. Uh, he came down on a tour through Florida uh, back in October, and we collabed and linked up a show at Central Florida Skate Park. Him, myself, and uh, shout out to the Tizza Tim Jones, also an artist based out of Philly. Check him out. One love, you know. Um, just 
I'm really grateful, man. I've gotten to create and connect with people from all over the place, both locally and other states. And, you know, even people in other countries have tuned in to listen to what I got to say. So it's pretty cool. For sure, dog. And I'm a, I'm a fan of all your work, too, as well, dog. So keep on pushing uh, yourself to all the limits and uh, keep on working hard. I can see that you are a very educated man and you have the ambition that a lot of us have on this program. And you just want the best for yourself for your family, and for all those that are following their dreams, too, as well. Famous last words of a fool. What's up, fool? These are my famous last words, man. Keep on trucking. Keep on pushing. There are elements to everything in the world, but you need to find those right elements and make them work. Do not ever give up. In the great words of Jim Valvano, do not ever give up because if once you give up, you're giving up to not only the world, you're giving up to yourself. Once you have reached rock bottom, guys, the only way to go is up. Remember that only way to go is up. So keep pushing yourselves to the limit. Keep loving yourself. Keep loving life. The universe is grand. Surround yourself around the right people and also set goals for yourself. Goals are very important in life. Without setting goals, you if you set goals, you set standards, you set platforms for you to build off of. And guess what? Eventually those goals are begin, are going to become a reality. You know, well put, my dude. Those are definitely some wise, famous last words. I want to give a big shout out to everybody listening, to all the people that have been supporting the program, Hits Off the Streets. Check us out on all major platforms. Download your Podbean app. Big shout outs to the Green Keepers. Big shout outs to AC the Promoter, bringing Little Cuete to the program. Uh, also, big shout outs to Afroman and Loonies. Can't wait to get you on the podcast as well. And to all our guests that have been on the program, big shout outs to you guys. Without you guys, man, this would not be possible. I want to thank everybody, but most of all, I want to thank our special guest for the evening, Sound Tech Flair, joining us via telephone all the way out from Orlando, Florida, down here in Sawarita, Green Valley, Arizona, man. Thanks for the love, kid. Thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to chop it up more with you, maybe down the road, work with you too as well, and if I ever get my ass out there to Florida, you best believe I'm going to go out there and check it out, dog. Yeah, I would love to do it again, whether we chop it up over the phone or in person. Give me a shout if you're ever coming through Orlando, and I'll be sure to hit you up if I'm ever out in the Arizona neck of the woods. But it's been real, man. I appreciate your time beyond measure, and I'm just mad grateful to not only have connected, but to be able to sat down and have this conversation, get to know you a little more, and you know, show what I do to whoever might be listening out there. So I'm mad grateful. Ah, for sure, dog. The universe is beautiful. That's what I always tell everybody, man. How do you human? In the great words of the homeboy Seth, this is how we human, man, right here. We are connected. I like that. Yeah. That's the whole thing that we got, man. How do you human? And with that being said, man, we want to say good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are at listening to us on your earbuds, in the car, at the gym, at work. We want to say thank you for your time, and we are out. Say bye, say deuces, say whatever you got to say kid you know peace and one love be sure to share hip-hop and check me out sound tech that's what's up we out we out